0: And good morning, everybody. Hey, it's the 30th of January. One day left, and we we're we going to be in February starting uh, on Tuesday. Monday. Thank you. I knew it was around there somewhere. Anyway, so today we have on Ms. Jackie Slevin, one of our very favorite astrologers, and we're going to be talking about the, the wonderful Senate Majority Leader, newly newly in office, and that's Chuck Schumer. We have his astrological data here, and we're going to be talking about him for a bit. And he's a very interesting chart, as usual. And let's see, it was about three hours, two and a half hours, three hours ago that Mercury went retrograde. <laughs> oh, that's just delightful. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> that's funny. That was his retrograde something. It was something in reverse. Anyway, so um, yeah, we're we're going to be. And I noticed that when I started going outside to get ready to go to come come to the station, I drove off and I realized I forgot my masks. Oh well, I thought, wonder what's that about, you know? And I drove back and I you know got in the car and got after I got my my map masks. I mean, now we're using two masks, you know, and I have two in the car. I wore one here today, but, oh, this is getting tiring. Anyway, so, so, yeah, and I went and got masks and then I realized, oh, yeah, Mercury just turned retrograde at about 8, let's see, it was about 7.50 this morning. So, yeah, it's no wonder that things were happening like that, so. Uh, We can kind of expect that to happen over the next three weeks. February 20th was when it goes direct. And we can expect all sorts of weird things to happen to our sound systems. And I was just telling Nathan that everything in this studio is mercury related. So just be prepared for any snafus that you aren't doing, but other stuff happens. You know what I mean? Right, Nathan? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I love to pull me. He's not even in front of the microphone. But there he is oh yeah, just that I warn you, just just stuff like that. Just it's just natural. So, but you know the thing that I did notice last night that um, I didn't even realize I connected it to Mercury retrograde. I started really working hard on my book. I was really researching a part of of what I'm needing to write about for my stationary book, and um, and it was really going well. And I n- just remember when you have Mercury retrograde, you have a chance of of wanting to do research and digging deeper into a subject. So I'm going to take advantage of this retrograde really a lot. So there you go. So anyway, we're going to have on Ms. Jackie Slevin. She's going to come on with me to do Chuck Schumer this morning, and that will be right next door right now. So I'm going to take a break really quick, and when we get back, we're going to have on Jackie Slevin with Chuck Schumer. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
1: Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I might mention, and I didn't tell it to this to Jackie, but we are going to open our phone lines just for people who have questions about what we're talking about. So let me give the phone numbers out. Here's 425-373-5527. And then we have, oh, geez, what's the number for this?
1: The toll-free number?
0: toll-free no number. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I had to grab this was hiding behind something. The whole toll-free number in Western Washington is 888-298-5569. So if you have a question, just dial us up, and you can ask it. You can ask either one of us. That would be great. So anyway, so right now it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, <laughs> okay. And now let me just introduce my wonderful guest. Ms. Jackie Slevin, how are you, my dear?
1: Oh, I'm fine, thank you, Eileen. How are you today?
0: Oh, doing uh, good. It's kind of gray here today, but it's all right. At least uh, it's, it's a
1: beautiful sunny day here in New Jersey, but we're on the heels of a major snowstorm on Monday. So.
0: Oh, great. I bet you're yeah. really not looking forward to that. But
1: I actually like all four seasons, so I kind of am looking for it, but I've got to get everything ready. You know, I've got to have enough food in the house and all that, so yeah, we have right. to prepare
0: Yep, yep, you do. So, okay, so we're going to talk about Chuck Schumer here, and I was the reason I put him on the schedule was because of an interview that I saw. I know you didn't see it, but there's an interview with um Rachel Maddow on MSNBC during the week. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, and it was a phenomenal interview. I was just glued to it. I mean, he was such a such a charismatic man, but He also knows exactly what he wants to do with the Senate. He just knows. And he's running the show now. I'm so glad that he is. So anyway, let me give you out his birthday. All right. He is a Sagittarius, November 23rd, 1950 at 11 a.m. in Brooklyn, New York. And that is, um, yeah, Brooklyn, New York. That's it. All right. So um, let's talk about his chart a little bit. Um, what, what's the first thing you want to bring up, Jackie, just, just the, for grins?
1: The first thing that I noticed when I looked at his chart is I, I noticed his sun in the 10th, very strong up there, conjunct Venus, but his ruling planet is Saturn because he has Capricorn rising, and Saturn rules Capricorn, and Saturn is in an extraordinarily strong position in his chart. Right, his Saturn is at zero degrees Libra.
0: Okay, it's, exal-
1: it's, it's exalted in the sign of Libra, and it's in zero degrees of a cardinal sign, which makes it a super powerful place.
0: Isn't that kind of what we call the critical degree? Is it the it's zi- the
1: cardinal axis.
0: Okay, right. Okay, it's
1: the card. Another word for the cardinal axis is the Aries point.
0: Aries point. Right, and, right, right, and right. Why
1: we call it the cardinal axis? Because cardinal. Ca- on the cardinal axis is when the seasons change. Okay. Because, because and the word cardinal comes from the Latin root cardo, C A R D O, meaning hinge.
0: Okay. Everything oh.
1: hinges
0: on yeah. these
1: turning points of the zodiac.
0: Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes, right. Okay. So it,
1: it there are the hinges upon which everything turns.
0: Right, exactly. So, yeah, uh, and he's got, you know, Mars and Capricorn, that's also exalted, which is pretty awesome. And yes. It's in buried, the 12th.
1: Buried in the 12th house. That's an indication of someone who comes from behind. You have to be careful.
0: Yeah. You have to watch out what his motivation is, you know, because yes. you never know where you're going to end up, you know. But. Right. But maybe that's good, you know, when he's dealing with certain people. <laughs> like.
1: Well, yes, not only will he come free High, but because he's got a ruling, the co-ruler of his midheaven is exalted in the 12th, this person will have done his home, homework oh, yeah. and will have the ammunition to come at you.
0: Yes, that's right. I mean, the Sagittarius that I saw in him was... He was kind of funny, you know, during that, that interview. There was a sense of humor there. And he had dancing eyes. His eyes were just with glee. You know, he mm-hmm. was so excited about being in the position he's in. But um, also, he's extremely serious about what he's doing. I mean, he's not taking anything lightly. Nothing. Not a thing. No,
1: he, he never does. And with that sun in the tenth, and with Venus right on it, uh, he would relish in photo opportunities.
0: Oh, Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was wearing a gorgeous suit. I have to tell you it was, I've been noticing men lately are wearing purple. Have you noticed this? I have not. No, I mean, I, I mentioned on my Facebook page the other day I was watching um, President Biden talking about something in an interview, and I looked at his suit and his suit looked like it was really a uh, really strange sort of navy blue, but it kind of borderline purple navy. And then mm-hmm. when he moved away from, from the, the podium and he was walking out of the room, light hit his, his suit, it was purple. I'm serious. His suit was purple. Wow. A- and, you know, a lot of people were wearing purple during the inauguration. So that seems to be a real um, interesting color that seems to be coming in vogue right now. But, I mean, it, it was just very interesting. And it seemed like he had some purple stuff going on with his suit, too. Schumer, Schumer was. You know, and purple is my favorite color. Quite frankly, everything in my closet is purple. But you know, I was I was very happy for him. I said he was a really good good boy. You know, good man yeah, for wearing it. Purple was
1: the royal color in ancient times. That was the royal color, and only the nobility were permitted to wear it.
0: That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I figured with this Venus son, he's extremely well liked. Obviously. He would have to be with that conjunction, you know, and um, he is well, pretty. Well, that's
1: always someone who's going to extend their hand in a handshake. That's that's very gregarious social person.
0: Yeah, very much so. And in the 10th house, it's, I mean, his career, he's out in the world. And, you know, he, it's this the sun, wherever it is, it illuminates that part of the world that they're playing their life out on, you know. Yeah. And so in, in the career and all that kind of stuff, He's really going to make a name for himself. And now there were some other things we were just talking before the show that you said that really pointed to him, really making an ascension upwards. What were those things that you mentioned? You kind of mentioned them really quick, and I went, huh, what? So uh, Okay. Uh, something that
1: could well, catapult him to the top is in, in my book, the, um, Finding Success in the Horoscope, I illustrate my Slevin system of horoscope analysis. Yes. Uh And in my system, you start with the midheaven. Mm -hmm. Now, providing this is, which is the highest point in your horoscope, often at the career indicator. Mm -hmm. Now, providing that we have the accurate time of birth for Chuck Schumer, his midheaven is 20 degrees of Scorpio. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And in my system, Scorpio gets two rulers, Pluto, the modern ruler, and Mars, the traditional ruler, because keep in mind, prior to 1930-ish, yeah, Mars ruled Scorpio for a couple of thousand years
0: Yes, right There was And no it worked such thing.
1: then and it still works You yes. know, it worked then and it works now Right So, therefore, if Chuck Schumer's midheaven is 20 Scorpio He has two rulers, mm-hmm. Mars and Pluto mm-hmm. That would indicate how he would get up to his state of highest visibility Right Okay So, in Schumer's case the ruler of his midheaven, Pluto, the modern ruler Pluto, is at 19 Leo,
0: right
1: and that's in a very tight square yes. to his midheaven.
0: Yes, so it is. the ruler
1: of his midheaven squares his midheaven, and the traditional word for that is beholding. It's like one big ta-da! The yeah. ruler of the midheaven squares the midheaven.
0: Right, right. So,
1: and then the cult, the the traditional ruler Mars even though it's not the principal planet it still beholds the midheaven and it's exalted
0: yes right
1: so those are two if it's both of his indicators aspect the midheaven that's someone who's got an express lane to the top
0: yeah it would seem so i mean you know the the pluto behind the pluto right with the midheaven it's like He does the Pluto and then brings Pluto in behind, (laughs) right? Is that what you're talking about, kind of in a couple of layers of it?
1: Powerhouse of ammunition from behind,
0: right? Exactly. He's got ammo to produce. Okay, that makes total sense. Absolutely. Wow. Okay, and you know the thing that I want to bring up that I found was that his Pluto is stationary, and we both know that that adds extra wallop to the, the the actual placement of Pluto. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, I I was looking almost
1: a super Pluto.
0: Yeah, super. Yeah, I mean, um, it's like you're shining a big light on it. You know, all the, all the, all the, all the stops are off basically for this to actually express itself. Yes.
1: When I, whenever I would teach a class on stations, I would think I, I, I would play the, I would play the Jay Giles song Freeze Frame.
0: Uh uh-huh. If uh-huh. you have
1: a station in your chart, it's freeze frame
0: Right, right <laughs> Now that's a good idea You see, I'm writing a book about this I have to remember to take notes while you're talking Oh uh, yeah. yeah, but
1: that's my idea Freeze frame, freeze right? frame. So, so that characterizes your life Yes yeah. that, pl- that plan is going to work on overdrive Throughout your entire life If right. you're born on a station And in this case, humor yes. was yes. So exactly. there's a lot of ch- He's going <laughs> to deal with a lot of issues is that of freeze finances, frame? Of taxes, of credit, of borrowing and lending of money, and of transforming the status quo.
0: Okay. All right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I, you know, looking at from a perspective, I have Uranus stationary in my chart, and it pretty much has kind of run my life, you know. And um, if anybody tells me I need to do something, I'm going, yeah. And whose army? You know, type of mm-hmm. thing. You know, I'm always reacting that way to them. But, um, yeah, it's, and I found that this Pluto, well, you, you had, had it up a couple, off a couple of degrees, I think. But it showed in my ephemeris that I was using online that it was 1952. Um, it went stationary retrograde. And that's what his degree of his, Pluto is 1952. So uh-huh. it was literally, literally, I'd like to figure out exactly how close it was. So in the time he was born, you know, that could
1: have been the family moved, yeah, or he had uh, there was a a serious reversal of fortune. His Uh, parents were either doing really well financially, or they were declining, and they had to change their conditions in order to adapt.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so, so trauma at birth, basically, kind Uh, of trauma
1: at birth. um, It could be. it could be, but if you're going to see trauma at birth, it means you have to see something hitting the Ascendant.
0: Oh, I see. Gotcha. Okay. And, I got but it. See,
1: in this case, it's very interesting that you're bringing that up because in classical astrology, the ruling, where the ruling planet is placed describes the condition of the life. And in this case, his ruling planet is Saturn because due to the Capricorn rising, and it's in the 8th house of death. So right. in ancient times, that was a baby that didn't live. Okay. So, so what that meant was uh, there were problems in the
0: birth. Okay. All right. Okay. We have to take a break really quick. Sure. Yeah, we're yep. way past our time. we are just go on and on, you know, no problem. Anyway, so uh, we are going to take a break right now when we get back with more with Jackie Slevin. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This
1: is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald on Animal World. This month, Kevin welcomes back one of our favorites, Kim Miller Medium and Animal Intuitive. Kim's very gifted, really accurate, and Kevin and Kim are great on the air together. Be sure to call in with your questions for Kim, Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We are talking to Miss Jackie Slevin. She is in New Jersey. And um, we are talking about Chuck Schumer's chart. We've been talking a lot about Pluto. And that's the stationary planet in his chart, which I just found really interesting because... Had I known that when I was watching that interview, I would have probably been looking out for qualities that were that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and he just seemed to have so much energy behind him. Even though he was sitting there very calmly, but you could just tell he was jumping out of his skin. <laughs> you could just tell he was so excited, you know, about what he yeah. gets to do. You know, stuff that he's probably wanted to do his whole entire life, much, much like Biden has been. So, you know, it's just a fascinating thing. So let's see, what else has he got in his chart? Okay, his ascendant, 27 Capricorn. You mentioned this before we went on the air, but it does bear mentioning right now. So I'm going to let you mention it.
1: Well, the, 27 Cap, the 26 Capricorn, uh, Chuck Schumer has not one, not two. He will have three stations on <laughs> his ascendant this year. hmm Which is enough to blow anybody out of the water. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, okay. So on April twenty seventh, transiting Pluto stations at right on twenty sixth Capricorn, right wow. on his ascendant within a nine minute orb.
0: Nine minutes. I, I,
1: nine I, minutes. Nine now. minutes.
0: Yeah, nine I got minutes. it.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Now also on um uh, Janu- on October sixth Right, Pluto stations direct at twenty four Capricorn.
0: Okay, that's three that, minutes. That's
1: two two, two degrees in thirty nine minutes.
0: minutes
1: uh huh. Orb. Now on the nineteenth of December, Venus stations at twenty six Capricorn twenty nine within twenty eight minutes. Wow. Yeah, that this to say that this man's going to be busy is the understatement of the century.
0: Gee, you think? Golly. Yep. Well, you know, the interesting thing, too, that I find is that 27 or 26 Capricorn is the degree of Pluto in the United States chart. So that seems to me that that could coincide or something lining up with his chart and the the Pluto return that we're going to have. That's something could line up. He's going to
1: enforce changes in our nation that will be revolutionary.
0: Yes, that's very true. He will... I don't know where he's going to end up, but this seems to me it could be a, a step up of more power. I don't know, but it could be. You know, uh, it, it just really depends on situation and how things are going. But it's um, a lot of things are happening in his chart right now. And um, I mean, this just the very fact that he's now Senate Majority Leader. That's big enough. But I mean, that's quite honestly, this other stuff could be incredibly Incredibly earth-shaking for him, incredibly. Yes, and
1: January 30th, his progressed moon will sit right on his Mercury.
0: Okay, January 30th of what year? Now. Oh, it's now? Well, that that, that would (laughs) be today. Wait, Uh,
1: yeah, it's conjuncted, and it will be exact in March.
0: Okay, wow.
1: Right on it. Uh-huh. It's two degrees away from exactitude, and it will be exact March 11th.
0: Oh, that's so my birthday. So
1: the moon in Sagittarius coming to his Mercury, that's docu- That's documentation that will impact a group of people.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is
1: Mercury's in the 11th, so that that's groupthink.
0: You're right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to watch out for him this next couple of months. That's going to be really something. Yeah. So, you know, the interesting thing I just happened to notice is Mars Uranus opposition. This man could get really upset really quick, you know, and so, um, and something that out of the ordinary or something that unexpectedly shows up, or he could get really angry. Yes.
1: Uh, Mars Uranus, in a hard aspect, always indicates a temper. And if they yeah. don't have a temper, they're around people who have ferocious tempers but right. yeah well having a bad temper can be a Sagittarius trait anyway because it's like you don't want to be a whor- you don't want to approach a horse if they don't want to be approached they're going to let you know
0: yeah that's for <laughs> sure yeah <laughs>
1: kicking yeah. and snorting and uh, rearing up and they can and do a great deal of damage
0: a lot of whinnying too yeah, yeah. a whole lot really no mm-hmm. yeah and you know the Uranus in the six tells me that he's He's making, uh, he's changing things, his job, everyday job that he does. He's changing stuff, you know, and um, it seems to be he's going to be very liberal compared to Mr. McConnell in the same oh, absolutely. position. Yeah.
1: Also, yeah. keep in mind that Mars squares Neptune. <clears throat> so a lot of people will misinterpret and twist around what he's yeah, trying to do.
0: You're right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Yeah, Mars, Neptune... Mars Neptune aspects are very. Um, I tell you, I have made it a law in my life that I will never ever go out with another Mars Neptune person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it can be wonderful too. It's either Disney Disney World or someone who is um, really just not grounded.
0: No, it, it's it's my last major boyfriend I had twenty years ago had a Mars Neptune square, and it was just. Like, it was always firing the arrow into the ocean. Oh, let's go do this. Oh, it'll be fun. We're going to have a great time. are going to blah, blah, blah. And then nothing happens, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. And, you know, there is there is the business of maybe deception, do you think? Maybe. You oh, know? absolutely. And, oh, yeah. And, and he had been just, he had just gotten out of prison. I tell you, I know how to pick him. But anyway, but he, he was always that way. And I always felt funny around him because... You know, there was that unseen part of him that I couldn't see, but I could feel it. I mean, I could really feel it, so anyway.
1: Because he didn't want you to see it.
0: Oh, I know. He didn't at all. Scorpio rising, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Anyway. Okay. So, anyway, do we have anything else we want to say about what's going on in the booth next door, Nathan? <laughs> it's well, Mercury. we're just having,
1: it's Mercury retrograde, I as you it. know. I knew it. And our phone, that. Handset kept getting disconnected from the receiver. So, Uh, anyway, we got (laughs) Melissa in Washington that's calling into the show with a question. Oh my gosh, we got a
0: phone call. Okay, we're going to take a phone call right now. All right. So, hi, Melissa. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm laughing because you said you're going to take a phone call. <laughs> you don't offer phone calls. <laughs> I know, but, you know, we, I decided today it would be kind of fun. We didn't have anything really strategically planned, but I thought it'd be fun to have people call in if anybody has questions about what we're talking about. We do tend to get way out there, but, you know, what is your question, by the way? Okay. My question is this.
1: I have a lot. I was born in Aquarius. Yeah. And I have a lot of planets in Aquarius, including Venus. Right. And um, I wanted to know how all the planets that are going into Aquarius are kind of going to affect me.
0: Oh, it's interesting because there's two major planets right now, Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. So, I mean, those planets are going to affect you for sure when they go over parts of your chart. You know what I'm saying? You know, so um, were you born in 1962?
1: No, I'm born in 58. Okay. And... Jupiter squares my sun
0: to, oh. in my
1: natal chart.
0: Okay, all right, that's interesting. Jackie, you have anything to say?
1: Yeah, I would keep my eye on your finances and uh, either career or retirement prospects because your finances will probably be arra- be rearranged this year. Okay, possibly by choice, and you want to be in the driver's seat in yeah. in so doing.
0: Okay. That makes sense. That's that's very good, yeah.
1: So possibly by choice or... In other words, you're going to have to rearrange your priorities
0: mm-hmm. in
1: your finances and in your spending and okay. in your living day-to-day budgets. That's the word yeah. that I was looking for, budgets, all right? Adjusting budgets, and you want to be in control of it instead of those numbers controlling you, if you take my meaning.
0: Well, okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, to be in the driver's seat basically for what yeah. you're doing. Yeah,
1: and my yes. and my Mars and Saturn are literally on top of each other. They're mm-hmm. both at twenty one degrees.
0: What what of, sign?
1: Of Capricorn.
0: Oh, so you've had oh, this recent... Boy. Oh, okay. You've yeah,
1: you've, well then, okay, so that, well that's that's power Don't plays down here.
0: <laughs> Man, I tell you and you got change and
1: stuff coming from behind the scenes that you're gonna have to confront
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it's, that's tough having Capricorn and Aquarius. I mean, a lot of it and a lot of it, you know, because ultimately you're confronting your own stagnancy in your life, things that are stagnant versus breaking out into something new with the Aquarius. So it's kind well, of an, always something you have to, you have to choose. Well, I don't Melissa, you, have,
1: you won't be, the, the universe will not permit you to be stagnant this no.
0: year. no, it won't. No, I'm already exhausted. Yeah, yeah, I (laughs) don't blame um, you. (laughs) Make
1: sure you get lots of rest and eat right because more changes are coming. And they're not necessarily bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just a rearrangement of your priorities. Yes, that's true. And if you stay conscious of what you're doing, if you know what you're doing, kind of observe yourself. You know, which mode are you in, Aquarius or Capricorn? You exactly. Know, and, they're
1: both ruled by Saturn. Yeah. One rules the past. One rules the future.
0: Yes. But exactly. you still need
1: some past traditions carried into the future That's in exactly order to right. implement it.
0: Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your call. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. And we got to take another break here. This is okay. a Mercury retrograde show. I'm telling you, Nathan is in the booth the whole time to figure out what's going on with it. I'm sorry, Nathan. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's those fun sound effects that we have now that we didn't used to have. Okay, we're going to take a break right now. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for a Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions with Matt Shea. Matt has started a new venture, The Barrelful of Monkeys Productions, which will be a collection of Matt's writings in mini-audiobook form. Our first audiobook is out now, and it's only $5. You can order it at mattshaybooks.net. We will be working on our second audiobook. Well, actually, we have only one more entry to do. One more person has to do a book, and then it'll be out. So it should be out within a month. Okay, I keep saying that, but... I found out the other day that, you know, I did my part and the others did their part, but we're still waiting for one other person to record. So it'll be a little bit longer, so hang in there. So don't forget Matt Shea's finest books, and that is one of his finest books, and that's the Meadowdale Community Project. It's a real winner. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can write to him at his personal email address at workinmats7, s 7 at AOL.com. And don't forget his website, wwwmatchebooks.net
1: On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomes Stephen Schwartz for his perspective on the political and cultural landscape of Life in America 2021. On Saturday, Kelly Sullivan Walden, the Green Doctor, returns with the path to becoming an awakened dreamer in a world that wants you to stay asleep. Bringing you fascinating talk one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right now, right now, (laughs) I jumped a sense, welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right now, and right now we're going to have Pat on the show, she's calling in from Kenmore. Oh, thank you, Kenmore. Hi, Pat.
1: Pat, are you there?
0: Yes. Hi, Pat, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fine. Oh, great. So I'm what glad is your I got question? Through, took
1: a couple times. <laughs> this is a
0: Mercury Retrograde show produced I, by. I heard.: <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, so what's your question?
1: Uh, my question is um, regarding airline flights uh, international in the next couple of weeks.. Uh, okay. Is it a, a good time? I have family member.
0: Well, Mercury retrograde basically, you know, Jackie might disagree with me, but I know that Mercury usually deals with riding in the car somewhere, you know, from one place to another. But, you know, um, airplane flights are long distance travel, which is more of the sign of Sagittarius. So I'm not sure if Mercury is going to affect this, uh, retrograde is going to affect this. However, Jackie may have another opinion. and I'm going to ask her, Jackie. Okay.
1: Well, Pat, I tend to agree with Eileen with one exception. You see, I worked as a travel agent in the 90s.
0: (laughs) See, (laughs) I knew there was a reason.
1: Before Windows came in and eliminated the whole profession, but I was a travel agent for a while. And let me tell you, Eileen will agree with me in that Mercury rules schedules and Mercury rules ticketing and Mercury rules the... Any of the communication that you do to purchase your own ticket. So what I will tell you during flying during Mercury retrograde is not, I'm not necessarily saying that the flight won't be safe, but dollars to donuts, you will not arrive or depart at the time that you are supposed to. <laughs> and okay. you will, you may have to change planes even though that was not on your original ticket. Okay. Because they're going to reroute the... Flighting routes, you know, right? It, you know, yeah. Well, that makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: Yeah, and so the idea here is probably have a backup plan. Okay, and plan B. Kind of aware the of idea that. Idea is to
1: just be flexible. If they say they're going to arrive at noon, they may not get there till seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've been on that situation with a train
0: before, and it's. Oh yeah. Well, that would be yeah. true too. With okay. Train. Well, okay. um
1: yeah, just. You know, things are just starting to get back in uh, routine again. and
0: I know. very long. And then we have a Mercury retrograde to deal flight, with. And, you so. know, it's, it's, it was, I have to tell you, Pat, this morning I was expecting an absolutely smooth landing with this show. It has been nuts today. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. And I thought, why is this happening? And I thought, well, this is going to, this, you can tell when a Mercury retrograde starts when everything happens all at once. Right when it starts. So this is going to be the next three weeks may be kind of difficult for all of us. Just to tell you that.
1: Okay. Well, I appreciate your input and have a good one. Oh,
0: thank you very much, Pat, for calling. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. That's kind of fun having calls, isn't it, Jackie? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I do too. I have to do that more often. Anyway, um, Anyway, if you want to talk to us, you can call us right now. Okay. So our number is... 425-373-5527 or toll-free in western Washington one 888 uh, 298 5569 My brain went blank. I know. 5 Yes. 3 Okay. 8 Excuse me. It- <laughs> Thank you. I needed that. 888-298 five five six nine is toll free in western Washington. Okay, good. Okay. So anyway, um so where were we? <laughs> Jeez. We uh, were
1: talking about Mercury versus Jupiter with Oh yeah. Long, short distance versus long distance Yeah.
0: Level. Yeah. Um I you know who knows, you know, it's um I yeah, I was telling Nathan this story this morning and it was very funny, but um he said um I told one retrograde when the retrograde was starting at, at Nor- Northgate uh, Macy's, where I used to work, you know, in the elevators running, up, er, escalators running up and down. Well, we tried to go up an escalator, and both escalators were going down. <laughs> 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 Somebody flipped the switch yeah, on the one question. of them, and we couldn't get up to the lobby. Had to take an elevator, you know. So until yeah. that, that was completely reversed, we had to do that, but... I thought that was pretty amusing, actually, but um, yeah, that's a pretty funny one. So, anyway, we could talk a little bit about Mercury retrograde, what the heck this thing is. I mean, a lot of people hear about it, but they really don't know what's going on. So, let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, what do you have to say about it? Now, Mercury isn't retrograde in your chart, is it? No. I didn't think so. Yeah. Is it in yours? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. When
1: we have a planet turning retrograde, what happens is that we're taking part in an optical illusion that happens in the heavens. Yes. If you've ever watched a Western and you see, you know, the old Westerns on TV where the wagon wheels are spinning very quickly across the scene, all of a sudden it looks like they're going backwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm wondering about that. The wheel,
1: that's an optical illusion. It's yes. not really happening, but your eyes are convincing you that that's what's happening.
0: Right, right, yeah.
1: So that's what's happening with the planet. The planet is appearing to be going backwards when, in fact, it is not. No. But for, for, by all appearances and by all intents and purposes, that's what looks like it's happening. Yes. And during the times that this optical illusion is in effect, everything concerning that planet goes awry. It yes. doesn't work as well as it should.
0: No. mm No, not at all. It does look like, I mean, it's basically we're talking about lining up the orbits of Mercury and the Earth, you know, and when one seems to go out in front, the other person, the other planet re- goes backwards from that perspective on that planet. So, uh, yeah. And so three times a year for three weeks for each time we have a, a period where we have Mercury, which is the planet of communication and and stuff. And he's still in there working on the bloody stuff in this the control room here. What is going on?
1: (laughs) Oh, somebody was calling into the show if you wanted to take another
0: call, Oh, goody. I was wondering about that. Okay, let's take the call. Who's this from?
1: This is Cynthia in Issaquah. Cynthia, welcome to the Jupiter Rising Show. You're live with Eileen Grimes and Jackie Slevin.
0: Thank you very much. Hi, Hi, Cynthia. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's your question? question, My question is,
1: I'm going into a Saturn return, my second one in April. Ah. And I, yeah, and my moon is in scorpio my rising's in cancer and my son is in aries and i guess i didn't know if the planets would be any i don't know different with everything going on that we moved into aquarius and if there's anything in my chart maybe i could look at to um get some better insight but i'm i'm rather worried about it
0: (laughs) okay um jackie what do you have to say about this because i have a bunch of
1: abilities will change cynthia
0: yeah okay
1: your commitments and responsibilities will change, and something uh, the rug will be pulled out from under your feet in one form or another, and not necessarily quickly
0: mm-hmm.
1: because what you thought to be normal will no longer be normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Think what happened between the ages of 27 and 29 how your life changed then mm-hmm. it, and you will that situation will be replicated. With a, usually a completely different cast of characters. Yeah. And under different conditions, but there will be radical change in your life. And you want, uh, I'll venture to say that Jupiter's going to make it easier for you because Jupiter's the great benefactor. So you might yeah. have difficulties, but Jupiter's going to show you the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but Jupiter goes into Pisces very quickly for
0: uh-huh. like
1: a, what a week or a couple of weeks or something. It goes into Pisces, and then it goes back into Aquarius. So there, there may be smooth sailing. I mean, yes, you will have a rearrangement of your responsibilities, but, your respo- but at the same time, your responsibilities may not be terribly oppressive.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's really rather good luck of you to have... Jupiter and Saturn right next to each other, you know, because that uh, can smooth out the bumps for sure for, from Saturn. Uh, the second return is a very interesting time. Those of us who've been through it, I went through it about 10 years ago and um, it was the weirdest thing I ever had. But I did notice that there was some acknowledgement of myself, you know, attaining sort of a level of, I would call it masterhood. You know, and okay. mastery is a Saturnian word all the way. Oh, but, yes. Yes. And okay, so, that helps. Yes. It, last time it was around, my
1: mother died in a month. Okay. Oh, God. All right, yeah. well, yeah. It, yeah, it, it's so, also, I, yeah, it Saturn enough, also like, indicates achievement. You will have reached, yes. Okay. you're yes. very, very capable of reaching a, a goal this year that you've had your eye on for possibly years, if not decades.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, you you will be acknowledged for it too. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah, and and that that really does help, and it it helps you cement your your um, your position in the world, and also gives you and it gives you great status. You know, and I mean, if you've done things fairly well, you not messed it up over the past twenty nine years. You know, depending how right. you've lived your life, but if you've lived your life in a conscious way, Saturn will yeah. reward you. You know, it will. I mean. I had the last, the last one for me brought back a crush that I had on a movie star when I was 14 years old. Who knew that <laughs> would show up? Okay. <laughs> I, he showed up in my life and he was a friend of mine. And we talked to each other day, every day on the phone. I couldn't believe it. And I thought, where did that okay. come from? And, but I realized it was age 14. That was a half a Saturn cycle. Mm-hmm. So something must have rooted itself back then. To come back and play itself on my second return, you know. And I basically had to tell him to get lost because it was a real creep. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't actually do that, but he was really kind of a bossy guy. But, you know, he was fun. We had a good time talking to each other, but it was just, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. You know, it's like, what is this? This is part of my Saturn return? Evidently it was, you know. Mm -hmm. So you never know what it's going to bring. You really don't sometimes you know and so yeah um i'd say enjoy it i have a very good friend susan is about ready to go into her second saturn return too and um i think it'll be better for her like we were just mentioning because of the jupiter adding to that so for sure absolutely okay so okay okay well, my fear is dropped thank you you're welcome thank you very much thank for you. calling all right okay bye-bye okay all right so Oh yes, the second Saturn return, that was really interesting. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what were we talking about before we got a phone call?
1: Mercury retrograde.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. See, I'm not I, I'm having a a brain blank. Too. Well, you know Neptune's coming up to square my sun moon. So, what can you do? Ooh. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Mercury retrograde is um it's just something when you notice it, you just kind of go, oh, that's mercury retrograde. But it does kind of take, th- it kind of changes everything that you're doing. Like being in the studio, we're talking everything in here is mercury. Okay. The microphones, this, the equipment, everything that's producing this show. You know, I'm looking at my computer. That's also a mercury thing. You know, and so it's, it's uh, so I have to be careful. We have to be kind of like looking, taking a second look at something. So that's very much like a retrograde thing to do is take a second look and see what's really happening. So, okay. so anything else? Oh, we have to take a break. Oh, yeah, I guess we do. Okay, we're way behind. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to take another break and we'll be right right back here with, with Jackie Slevin with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Retirement consists of a lot of moving parts. She will help you with Medicare plans that best suit your needs. Medicare is not only state-specific, but county-specific, too. Having lots of choices, she will get, help you narrow down your choices to one that is suitable for, to your health and your financial needs. This includes vantage plans, supplements, and prescription drug plans. Okay, Seniors can rely on Susan to help obtain financial security through many programs that protect seniors from market downturns and guarantee a competitive rate of return of no, with no downside risks. Susan will also educate you on long-term care. This is an area many a people do not plan for in retirement. Early planning can protect your assets and provide dignity in your later years. Susan enjoys working with people who partnered with the Medicare Exchange located in Tacoma and Linwood, Washington, you can talk freely about your situation and you will know that Susan will work to make you comfortable in all decisions that need to be made. You can contact her at two five three three one eight nine three seven nine or by email at sbergstrom at com. Talk radio with
1: a purpose. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, the Mercury Rising Stage. No, Mercury Retrograde Station. <sighs> anyway, so we have Mercury Retrograde today for the next two weeks, three weeks. And so we're just going to grin and bear it and keep moving. So anyway, we have Jackie Slevin on the show today with our as our wonderful guest. She's fantastic. How are you today, Jackie? I'm doing... Too- Oh good, I'm so glad to hear that
1: No, it's always a pleasure to be on your show, Eileen oh, I always look forward
0: you. to it Even when it's crazy like this?
1: <laughs> yeah, well crazy is fun I mean, as yeah. astrologers, we don't have traditional 9 to fibers anyway So no. we're kind of in the business of crazy in terms of the rest of the population so.
0: that's, that's really true uh, My Mercury Uranus squirrel really seems to like it So, (laughs) geez. Anyway, so... Mercury
1: is conjunct Mars and conjunct Pluto, so I have to get to the
0: bottom. I have to keep probing and probing. Yes, I know. You you have a heat-seeking missile there. So, yes, indeed. Okay, so we were just talking about Mercury retrograde, which is kind of an interesting thing that's, you know, happening right now. You can sort of plan on the fact that nothing... If you try to move forward, you might end up going backwards, you know. And so, if you're traveling somewhere or you're needing to go get stuff, just allow for a little bit more time to go because things may not work as well as you think they're going to work. Judging by what's happened so far this morning, it's been kind of crazy. So anyway, I think he's going. I think we have another phone call. Yep. We ha- no, we don't. Okay, we don't have another phone call. All right. Anyway, so anyway, so let's let's talk about some other stuff here. Um, You know, right now I'm writing the Neptune chapter in my book on stationary Neptune. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I'm using is I'm writing it personally as well as collectively. And I'm writing about a collective event that happened uh, when Neptune went stationary direct in August of 1969. And that was the second week of August, August seventh, to be exact. And two days later, the Manson killings happened,
1: and Woodstock followed.
0: Yes, and two weeks later, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and,
1: and Neptune—that's perfect because two days later, after the, um, the uh, was the Manson killings, that evoked hysteria. with yes. Neptune.
0: Yeah, it did. And and there was another thing that happened is that. It stopped the progress of hippie dumb. It happened for several years and everything stopped at that point. And everybody was putting their, they taking off their rose colored glasses and putting on their normal glasses again, seeing things in a real kind of ugly way. But it, it kind of destroyed the, the Neptune fog, you know, that, that direct motion did. Because since it, do you know what I'm saying?
1: I do, but I. I kind of think that needs to be tweaked a little. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but here's my input. Um, not that it ended hippy dumb because, if two weeks later we had Woodstock, which was the co- ultimate celebration of it, right? And hippy dumb did continue until the 70s. However, I would think that that station changed. that, that was a game changer. That was yeah. a rule changer because yes. free a uh, hippy dumb embraced freedom. Okay. Yes. That's I mean true. look at what uh Richie Haven's did at Woodstock. What was he singing about? Freedom, uh, free, yeah. right? When he's up there singing about freedom? Right. Freedom without responsibility is license. Yes. It's not freedom, it's license, and that's what the Manson family personified.
0: License. Yeah. Yes, license to they do were whatever outcasts. you want. They
1: lived according to no one's rules but Charlie's. And he had this maniacal uh, element of control over people. If anyone did, he did.
0: Right, exactly. You know, Joan Didion, who is an amazing writer, she made a comment at that time that everything that happened up to that point, up till August 9th, um, everything ended that was supposed to end at that time on August 9th. Bam, right there, the, the markation in the sand. Which um it shocked the heck out of everybody, and you're right, people were freaking out in Los angeles, and um it it changed everything it changed um this idyllic sort of perception of the way life was to you know the hardcore you know something hardcore like something awful like that and yes
1: and and these people were hiding in plain sight too,
0: oh weren't they though yes 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 it
1: was it, it was kind of like the Kennedy assassination,
0: yeah. Right, exactly. In yeah. terms
1: of how it impacted the nation, people were stunned. They didn't even know what to make of it.
0: I know, yeah. And and to lose some fairly prominent people, you know, to, to be killing off people that were celebrities. You know, mm-hmm. not the highest level of ce- celebrities, but it was it, somebody having a murderous thing up in the middle of, you know, in Bel mm-hmm. Air in, in California. I mean, that's, you know, terrible, but... Um, I, you know, I remember that so well, because I I adored Sharon Tate. I just thought she was an amazingly beautiful woman. And it turns out her something in her chart, or I think her son or something or Venus in her chart is right on my south node. So we probably oh, were in okay. a relationship long, right on the south node. I mean, 24 Aquarius, you know, and I I just had a really strong connection to her. And when she passed away, it really hit me hard. But I've, I've been obsessed with that, I think, since, you know, what happened in 1969, the whole business. You know, well, not obsessed, but, you know, really curious about it. Pluto, you know, Mars and Scorpio square Pluto. what can you have? I always wanted mm-hmm. to find out the deeper meaning of everything. But, you know, um, I, I just found it was really interesting when I found that stationary Neptune two days before that event happened. I yeah, just, it
1: would be fascinating to take the, uh, the chart of California on the date that it was founded and made a state.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I then, have that information at home. I'll look that uh, up. Yeah,
1: I, I, just to run that Neptune station and see what that did in that chart. You know, t- t- take the transits of 1969 with the Neptune station and see what it did in that chart.
0: Yeah, that's a that really good idea. That
1: would have to pack a wallop. It really would.
0: Yeah, I do have, um, I think it's a Libra state, I think, maybe. I can't. No, uh,
1: California is a Virgo state.
0: Oh, that's right. It is. That's it's, it's, Yeah, that's right. And, and Neptune was in Scorpio at that time. Mm-hmm. so um, so it could be something in that chart. I'll have to take a look. Thank you for the and idea. And Charles Manson was a Scorpio. Yeah, well, yeah, he go. was. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that when I was doing looking at both her chart and Manson's chart together to see what the heck happened and also the day that it happened, there was no real anything going on, and I was talking to a group of astrologers on a message board, and I said, you may want to bring in in Charles Manson because Charles Manson changes the energy of all of it you know and he has he had a sun degree on her moon degree four degrees aquarius or her sun degree was on his moon okay exactly
1: sharon tate's son was on charles manson's moon yeah exact.
0: Oh. yeah exactly wow. four degrees of aquarius yeah and and it was just um i think and everybody said oh you know that is really interesting because that could be why it happened you know but i happened to find that and i thought it just seems like you need to bring in another dynamic there to figure out why this, this event actually happened. So um, it was really interesting to see the, the com- comparisons between their two charts. So, yeah, anyway. Okay, guess what? We got to go. It's, we got to check out of here in a couple minutes. So I've got a couple more things I got to run here. But thank you so much today for, for the show. Jackie. Oh, you're very welcome. It's always my pleasure, Eileen. Oh, thank you. We'll have you on real again real soon. So thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, how much? A minute? Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, what do we got here? The new horoscope column. Uh, we've got a new website up on KKNW, so take a look at that. But it's still up on the front page, which is cool. You can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com. And JupiterRisingShow.com uh, is where we, you can get a hold of me on the website for um, the, uh, uh, the show. I tell you, I think I just go back to bed when I go home. Okay. Now, next week, we have Matt Shea on. Awesome. And then the following week, we have on Tony White. We have a very good month coming up. It's our birthday month. That's six years that we've been on the air. So isn't that cool? So anyway, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody right now and hope you guys have a great week. And we'll see you next Saturday at 11 o'clock. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.